please and thank you are words you learnt very early in your English studies. But do you know how to use them properly in English? There are also a lot of interesting expressions with these words. This is a B2 level podcast. Listen on and thank your lucky stars you found this podcast. Hello and welcome to Practicing English. My name is Mike Bilber and these are podcasts for students of English at B1 or B2 levels or for those students who just want to improve their general English. For transcripts of these podcasts, please go to practicingenglish.com. I suppose the subject of please and thank you is connected to the subject of polite language in English. So, you may be interested in two earlier episodes I did on the subject of polite language. In podcast 109, I spoke about polite language in a restaurant. And in podcast 106, I gave some interesting examples of polite conversations in a bookshop and having tea with the neighbours. So you may also be interested in listening to those episodes too. I remember many years ago. This was before they had finished the construction of the Channel Tunnel that connects England to France under the sea. If you wanted to go to France, you had to buy a combined train and ferry or boat ticket, which was quite a long process. I was at Victoria train station in London. I was waiting in a queue to buy a ticket to Paris. In those days, there were no online bookings. So if you wanted a ticket, you had to buy one from the train station. There were a lot of people in the queue, I remember, and people from all nationalities, which I could hear from the different languages people were speaking. It was a hot day, and everybody was probably hot and tired from travelling, and most people had a backpack or suitcase with them. The ticket office clerk was obviously not a happy man. From the queue, we could all hear him shouting and being rude to the customers buying their train and ferry tickets. Suddenly, he got up from his seat, came out from the ticket office and shouted at the top of his voice, that means very loudly, at the top of his voice, Please form an orderly queue. You're in England now. To form an orderly queue. That means to stand in a very straight line. That man obviously thought that foreigners, 
which means non-English people, did not know how to form a queue. Presumably, he thought that politeness and order were qualities only the English possessed, and that foreigners needed to be taught. However, although the ticket office clerk used the word please when he shouted at us, this did not make him sound more polite. He was probably one of the rudest people I've met. The reason I'm telling you that anecdote is to explain that the use of words like please and thank you in Britain does not mean the British are more polite. It just means there is a language protocol in some areas of British society that requires these words in everyday dialogue and written communication. Let's look at this word please in more detail. Please form an orderly queue is not a polite request. It's an order. When we put please at the beginning of an order, it's still an order, especially if the intonation stresses the imperative. Please get off the grass now. Please leave me alone or I'll call the police. This could become a polite request when we use it with other polite modals, such as could or would you mind. But the intonation must be more friendly, too. Could you get off the grass, please? Would you mind getting off the grass, please? When we are quite desperate, we might say please twice to add strength to a request. Please! Please don't leave me. I need you, John. We use it as a single word exclamation, often in a humorous way, when we want somebody to stop behaving badly. Children, please. I can't hear myself think. Sorry, miss. It's important to point out, perhaps, that please is not usually used to ask people to repeat something we didn't hear correctly. Could you tell me where the station train is, please? Pardon? You could just say, what? But that might sound a little rude to many British people. We don't use please when we give things to people. Instead, we say, here you are, or there you are. Or the Americans say, there you go. However, we use please to accept things, of course. Uh, shall I show you where the train station is? Oh, yes, please. My English is very bad. Sorry. But what about this one? If somebody says something we think is stupid, we might reply with please. Remember the American tennis player? You probably don't, if you're very young, called John McEnroe. When the umpire, 
that's like the referee of a tennis match, the umpire, when the umpire said his ball was out, Love, 15. What? Love, 15. The ball was out, Mr. McEnroe. Second service. Oh, please, you cannot be serious. Please is also a verb, of course. Here are some expressions. I make him a nice meal in the evening, and he says he's not hungry. So the next day I make him a salad. And he says, what's this? I'm not a rabbit. There's just no pleasing some people. There's just no pleasing some people. What about you? Are you easy to please or difficult to please? Or perhaps you're impossible to please? And is it important to be eager to please. Now, eager is spelt E-A-G-E-R. If you are eager to please others, you want people to be happy with everything you do. Hmm. But there is a wise saying by, uh, Abraham Lincoln? Or was it Aesop from Aesop's Fables who said, you can please some of the people some of the time. But you can't please all the people all the time. Thank you for listening to this podcast so far. Thank you. I could say that another way. Thanks for listening to this podcast so far. Thank you sounds more formal than thanks. Remember that after thank you and thanks, we often use the preposition for... So that means followed by the verb plus ing, always the infinitive with ing after preposition. Thanks for being there. I can remember my mother telling me when I was a child that after a birthday party, I had to say to my friend's parents who had invited me, Thank you for having me. And they would reply, Thank you for coming, Michael. And then there is the old Frank Sinatra song, which none of you will remember, probably. Thanks for the memory of things I can't forget. I won't go on. Please send your complaints to the management. Practicing English, Seville, Spain. Thanks is a plural noun, so we cannot say thanks you. It's used with expressions like thanks a lot, thanks a million, thanks very much. So what do we answer when somebody thanks us? Thank you so much for inviting my son. That's all right, any time. Thank you for helping me with this homework? Not at all. Or perhaps, don't mention it. The American alternative is becoming very common now in the UK, and I must admit I like it. Thank you for the lovely dinner. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank is also a regular verb, 
a transitive verb, so we can say things like, "He thanked her warmly." He thanked her profusely for the meal, warmly or profusely. I want to thank you personally for all the effort you've put into this project. The mayor publicly thanked the volunteers for all their hard work. So that means there is an imperative form, which we use in the expression "I started." This podcast with, thank your lucky stars. I believe we all have a good reason to give thanks for things in our lives: health, if we have it; money, if we have enough; family, children; love from our partner. So let's thank our lucky stars, as we say, for all those good things in our lives. And thanks for listening. Goodbye for now. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. You may also enjoy my book, The Tudor Conspiracy: A Romantic Thriller by M. A. Bilbera. That's me for B. One and B. Two students with lots of exercises and lots of help to improve your vocabulary. You can also listen while you read. Come over to practicingenglish.com. And click on the Tudor Conspiracy link.